everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 37, Love, Hate, The Lands, and Magic Kingdom. That's a mouthful. Yeah. You know, hate's a strong word. So we'll see. I mean, it's hard. It was hard for me to list out. Well, honestly, when I was trying to figure out what I loved, I had a hard time minimizing it to one thing. And then some of the lands, I had a hard time finding something to hate. So, yeah, I mean, I, it is a it is an interesting word. I don't know. I don't know if any of my sentiments really rise to the level of hate. Uh, <laughs> that's not that's not an emotion I feel when I'm at Disney World. I think not even with crowds and people that stop in the middle of the sidewalk. No, it's not. It's not hate. It's definitely not hate. Um, okay. It's uh it's an irritation. It's a uh, inconvenience. What's, what's it's causing a the upset? <laughs> yeah, what's, that's right. What's causing the upset? Um, <laughs> We're taking you know. a leadership course, and there's three things that cause upset. So anyways. Yeah, and so they thwarted I, they thwarted your plans. That's what they, it was. They, they yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm interested to see how this conversation goes because I really had never tried to break it down this way before. So just so you guys know what we're talking about, we're at Walt Disney World in Florida and at the Magic Kingdom Park, there are six, I have six lands, yes, six lands that they divide the, the park into. And so we're just going to break it down land by land and, and, uh, tell you what we love and what we hate or uh strongly dislike it's like sorry i i was listening to you <laughs> i'm I, I don't know i mean we might get going and i realized man i really do hate that but we'll see i it's gonna be let's see what happens so should we start clockwise or should we start counterclockwise take me on this journey let my thoughts flow freely okay well i think let's start with my uh, let's start with Tomorrowland. Your least favorite land. <laughs> yes, it actually is. So I will start with what I love. I did have to sit and pause for quite a while to come up with this, though. But then it was just like, I love Space Mountain. So I just said, Space Mountain is what I love about Tomorrowland. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. I, I also love Space Mountain. I think that's great. That's not what I was going to come up with. Um. You know, you know the what only, I, it's the only one that I have in a specific ride. Other things I just have descriptions, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, for me, Tomorrowland, um, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite land, my favorite zone, however you want to kind of categorize how the park's broken up. But I, I love the idea of it. You know, I love the idea of this futuristic, forward-thinking. Um, looking, looking ahead kind of thing. And I think the attractions there do a really good job of trying to, to evoke those emotions, right? You got the people mover. Okay. Now look, the people mover is really oh, old. I could have said people mover. I do like the people mover. Well, it's really old, but think about this. When the people mover originally came out, right? When that, when that ride was, was brand new for the world's fair in 1960. Whatever. seven whatever it was you know, they were using cars right 
It was like a Ford Mustang convertible that people were riding in on the track as it drove it. And so the idea behind the people mover was, hey, we can come up with a solution for the future for mass transit to to solve the problems of congestion and maybe pollution, et cetera, et cetera. Um, How it got winnowed down into this tiny little blue box that we get to ride in, I don't know. But the idea is the thing that I love. And I just think all of the attractions there kind of evoke that, right? You've got rocket ships on the Astro Orbiter. You've got Space Mountain where you get to go to a space station and blast off. Um, Even the Carousel of Progress, right? Think about that. Uh, It's talking about how we've been able to move forward. And now coming soon, what will probably become my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom, Tron, you know? So that's what I love about Tomorrowland. I just love... I love the imagination and, and like the ability the in- ingenuity or whatever. Is that yeah. The I think it's, I think it's just, I think it's hope. Maybe it's like the hope for what's going to come in the future. I don't know what it is, but it's fun to imagine what's possible. So I get what you're saying, but that actually goes with the part that I hate is that the atmosphere is like cold and gray. And I yeah. and I think part of it is I've just never had like a heartwarming experience with my family. Well, I guess I could think of a couple, but like I don't have a lot of heartwarming experiences with my family in that area. Um, there's not it's not like a place I want to sit and have a meal or anything like that. So anyway, I don't know. What is there any hate or strong dislike? for you for that Tomorrowland. Yeah, I think it's I think it's very similar. I will say that where it misses the mark and and by the way, they're working on changing this as we speak, right? They're trying to refresh and and make Tomorrowland great again. <laughs> but uh um I can imagine the hate mail coming in now. Anyways, uh they're they're trying to do some stuff there. But yeah, it um the land itself from a thematic standpoint is it leaves a lot to be desired it, i feel it's disjointed i don't think that there's like a flow of things that go together but if there's one thing that i dislike about tomorrowland the most it might even rise to hate it's the inability to move around mm. i just the flow is terrible it's just terrible and for whatever reason it's one of the most crowded parts of the park at all times even though there's there's not a ton to do over there i think right yeah. and especially especially where the people congregate i'm like why is everybody standing like right here like <laughs> there's nothing going on right here why are we all standing right here in this little corridor as you try to actually get into tomorrowland i'm talking about the the part where you get off the bridge and before you hit the Astro Orbiter, that is the most congested part of like all of Disney of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm like, but why? There's nothing going on here, guys. Maybe it's the strollers. <laughs> we used to have a stroller at Disney World. We were those people. I, I do think though, for the atmosphere, they have improved it by putting those iridescent silver purple mountain things over by um, cosmic rays or whatever at the entrance. I do think that that made it look cooler, but it's, and I mean the, 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 um, metal palm trees, you know, those are definitely cool. But at the same time, I'm like, really tomorrow, like, we're not going to have real trees. Like we're just going to have metal (laughs) palm trees. Yeah. That's, uh, I hope we have real trees or we're going to have a hard time breathing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
let's go to the next land. So what's so if we're gonna go counterclockwise, I guess it would be fantasy land, right? Yeah. Well, why don't you start? Do you want to start with the love or the hate? Um I don't know. You tell me what to start with. I'm I'm let me just let me just start with this. Fantasyland is my least favorite part of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, that makes my heart sad. Yeah. I just It's just not for it. me. It's not for wow. me. Well, I will say that if again hate is a strong word, but I do feel like Fantasyland they redid it so that it's like more space and walking places and it's spread out. But I feel like it's so spread out that it's disjointed. Yeah. The that's, idea that like That's why I don't like it. I, I I'm I think of Fantasyland and I like I can't really focus in on any one part of it to be like, oh yeah, Fantasyland. I'm like thinking, well, there's this part and then there's this part and then there's this part and they're like ten miles apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the barnstormer is one end of it. And then you've got um, the castle, right? And but even beyond yep. the castle, it goes all the way to the tangled bathrooms, right? Yeah. At, uh, at you're by, you're practically um, at the haunted mansion, right? Yeah. I mean, it literally stretches effectively because the barnstormer is practically Tomorrowland, okay? And then yeah. it stretches all the way to the haunted mansion. I mean, I just I don't get it. I love it though. I I love. Fantasyland. I think that is to me the heart of Disney World. So um that's too bad that you don't you don't love that. But but that is the part that I struggle with is that in in making it so accessible and flow easily, it just it separated it too far to make I've, it cohesive, I guess. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. And I I feel like maybe there is Maybe there's a way to divide that up a little bit more. You know, interestingly, at Disneyland, um, you know, they used to have Toontown, right? And that was kind of, I feel like there is, you know, the Dumbo section, the circus and everything like that is, that's all part of Fantasyland, okay? Like, I almost feel like that should have been its own kind of thing. Barnstormer, Dumbo, Storybook Circus, that whole area, right? Like, um and I don't know, do you count Storybook Circus as its own land? Maybe that's part of why I'm struggling is that I'm trying to lump it all in. No, that's it's all fantasy land. Yeah, that's right. I mean, land. but maybe it shouldn't be. And maybe that would help. Yeah, but I mean, an elephant that flies, that's a fantasy. You got Cinderella who, you know, turns Here's into the funny a princess thing about- overnight and she's got a castle. <laughs> Well, not a castle. She's got a pumpkin that turns into a carriage. Like it's all fantasy, right? Yeah, well, you know, and then you've got you've got Beast Castle up there at the restaurant for Be My. And I think that's the thing about Fantasyland is that, um, interestingly enough, there's there's this juxtaposition where you actually can get kind of lost in Fantasyland and find a spot where like there's nobody around. Okay, um, Gaston's Tavern, for instance. Like, yeah, sometimes there's so few people and not sometimes they actually close that shop down like a, a food place, like way earlier than the rest of the park, because not enough people go back there. Um, the tangled bathrooms, right? Like people don't realize there's bathrooms there. Those are some of the better ones to go to because there's not a lot of people. But then if you get into the middle of it, 
this is probably, and I, I said earlier, maybe oh, Tomorrowland yeah. is the most congested, but probably is at least tied or maybe it even takes second place to that corridor between yeah. Small World, Sherman Peter Pan. Yeah. Uh, like that is an awful place to try and walk through. Um, okay, well, well, I want to hear your love soon. What, well, what do I, you love? Do you I have love, love? I love Cinderella <laughs> Castle. I mean, I think yeah. that's the I think that's the highlight of the whole thing. I I love it. Um, I do wish there was a way to kind of walk through it like you can Sleeping Beauty Castle, but that's okay. You know, you can eat inside and. and yeah, you can walk through the. Um, there's there's all those murals. Those yeah, right. Murals. But I mean, like I mean, yeah. like you're in the castle kind of thing. Experience like, it, yeah. Um, but I I love the castle. Um, I think that's the absolute highlight of it all, and the fact that you can walk through the portcullis and go all the way through over the drawbridge, that's really kind of magical. Yeah, that when I was thinking of what I love about Fantasyland, I wrote down the backside of the castle, which interestingly enough was supposed to, when they made Disneyland, it was going to face Fantasyland, (laughs) the front of the castle, but they ended up flipping it and facing it towards the entry to the park. But anyway, I like the backside of the castle. It's usually, there are certain times you can hit it. It's nice and shaded and you can sit there and look at the details. It's not as crowded and busy back there. Um, and then it's got the cute little shops and stuff next to it. So that's one of my favorite parts of Fantasyland. Uh, the Christmas shop is in Fantasyland. That's one of my favorite shops there at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's Liberty Square. What? It, but it feels like it's right there, like uh, you walk out right into the castle. Yeah. I'm sure it feels like that, but it's, yeah. It's it Liberty does feel Square. like that. <laughs> it can feel like whatever you want it to. It's, wow. it's your fantasy. It's your fan- land of fantasy. My fantasy okay. has been destroyed. Well, speaking of, that was a great transition, dear, because the next land we're going to talk about is actually Liberty Square. Are you looking it up? You don't believe me, do you? Well, I just need to get my bearings. <laughs> you're like bit. a gotta, fact. You're a fact checker. <laughs> I got to pull a map up and be like, wow, what else are you lying about on this podcast, Mac? I, you know, I got to. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. so Liberty Square um, was actually kind of an area he wanted Walt wanted to put in Disneyland, but they didn't really find the space. So the um, I love that there within Liberty Square, there is um, the Liberty Bell, which there's kind of a cool history about. That's not the actual Liberty Bell, um, but it's a replica that's kind of a rarity in itself. And then you've got um, Haunted Mansion. And then there's, um, what else? There's the um, Liberty Tree Tavern, which I haven't eaten at yet. And then there's there's no bathrooms, right? That's kind of part of the theming is that in colonial days, there would not have been um, public bathrooms, unfortunately. Um, and then there is the Christmas Shoppy. That is actually part of Liberty Square. So do you want to know what I, um, I'll start with my hate. <laughs> my hate of Liberty Square is actually something I love, which is Sleepy Hollow, but I hate the line at Sleepy Hollow. There's not enough space over there to get your waffle. Am I, am I wrong on this? Yeah, I, it probably ought to be a bigger stand. Yeah, so this is a place where you can order, um, the fruit waffle that we love. They also, I think they make, do they make corn dogs over there too? I think, um, funnel cakes, that type of stuff. 
but there's not space over there. Even though it's like a great place to sit there and, and view the castle and enjoy a little bit of a snack, it's just really crowded. So, I'll tell you what's interesting about your thought there. And by the way, I don't even know why. I don't know why I was thinking the Christmas shop was there. Maybe the Christmas shop was there at Disneyland, and that's where we were more recently. And that's why I thought. That, anyway, it's like nowhere near Fantasyland. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, it is close to the castle. It's just the other side. Yeah, it's just anyhow. So I want to talk about your Sleepy Hollow thing there for a second, because as I look at this map, this is a very interesting thing to me. But there is like this whole just foresty wooded area like behind it in between the castle and like there is space there. Now, I'm sure there is a purpose for it, um, but it wouldn't take much to do just a small expansion to make Sleepy Hollow a little more accessible um, because it is it is a popular quick service kind of stand to to get some good tasty things and there's just there's not you're right there's not the seating there's there the line oh is yeah I didn't weird. even talk about seating forget about it don't don't yeah. plan to sit there and eat <laughs> no <Yeah>. way <laughs> but, take your you fruit know, waffle and go sit by the castle but yeah it's uh, and that's the thing is there are there's some unique things there at Sleepy Hollow that you you really could only get there right yeah and so yeah. it's a shame if you are are stuck in I agree I agree with you I think it's both okay. great and that's just too did bad you, did you have like a different hate of Liberty Square though before we go on to what we love um you know. It kind of goes a little bit into Frontierland. It, it's a little bit kind of both close together. Okay. Um, yeah, the transition's s- pretty abrupt, but they do change the music. Yeah, and so um, it's just a hard, It's I think it's a hard place to, to kind of get to. Liberty it's, Square? It's Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where if you don't go through the main part coming off of the hub, okay, the other entrance is going to be through Fantasyland over by Haunted Mansion, right? You're coming around Columbia Harbor House or you're going through the the underneath Columbia Harbor House, right? Through Memento Mori and stuff. Um, but it just, I don't know. It, it's it's a kind of hard place to get to. And then you, sometimes I'm standing there, I'm like, what was the purpose of this area again, right? I know the Hall of Presidents for sure, was one of those things I know Walt wanted to have this homage to colonial America, which he doesn't, yeah. he did not have that at Disneyland. And so it was really important that this kind of be incorporated. And the Imagineers said, look, this was a big deal in kind of developing it. Like we felt like you needed some, a little more breakup, but it almost sometimes feels a little bit like an afterthought, the way the transitions go and the way you just come in and out. Like, I don't know that people realize, actually, that Liberty Square is its own land. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, I will I will say that the thing that I do love about Liberty Square is the architecture. I guess I just like that colonial look. Um, the, the If you walk into the Hall of Presidents, all the moldings, the, what's it called, dental moldings or whatever at the top, and... Um, just the the look of the buildings, and then if you go into the Christmas shoppy or whatever, we it's really Christmas shop, but I feel like you should say shoppy. 
Um, <laughs> it just has those creaky wooden floors that you would expect, you know, yeah. that time period and the low ceilings. Um, and then the way that they're dressed, the, you know, the, the um, cast members are dressed with that colonial garb. It's just, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, my favorite thing, of course, about uh, I, I guess it's my favorite thing now that I've been corrected. But my favorite thing about Liberty Square would be the Christmas shop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do. I, I you know, I, I like that. Um, you know, my second favorite thing would be probably it's the one place where I feel like and I've mentioned this so many times I, I should stop it. Right. But it's the one place where I think you can get a quiet meal at a sit down you know, quick service, but, you know, and that's at Columbia Harbor House. Um, it's a great opportunity. You know, there's unique things about what's offered in Liberty Square. Uh, again, I think the, the part is maybe some folks don't really realize it's its own separate land, but look, the ability to go on the riverboat, right? Which which is something that far too few people take advantage of because you get to see some Including stuff. Including you, you. I, have well, to force, I had to force you to go on it. <laughs> You didn't have to force me, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the hot, it's not the you know, thrill. it's not a thrill, it's right? not the thrill, but you know what you get to do is you get to see parts of the park that at least for the last couple of years, you couldn't see at all since the railroad's been down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then even after the railroad comes up, you'll still get to see some parts of the park that, that you can't before, you know, and if you really want to get an idea of what's coming next, you'll get to see the area of the new land that'll be developed behind um, frontier land, big, yeah. big, big thunder mountain really. Yeah. Right. But anyways, there's some cool things. Yeah. I, I like, and the other cool, the, the other fun thing is there's the stocks, you know, that's a great picture spot where you can take a picture of you or your family in the stocks. If they're misbehaving, <laughs> you feel like they need a timeout. Um, that's a fun little part. So let me ask you this question. I'm, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are, but what are you doing um, over there? You're tapping, you're moving. What are you doing I'm, with that I'm, map? I'm, I'm interacting with my map. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'd be curious to know your thoughts on... Is it going to pull up here on my thing? It's not. So Tom Sawyer Island, Frontierland or Liberty Square. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why I even bring this up. Because I think the um, answer is obvious, right? Yeah, I think it's Frontierland. Yeah. But obviously, the boat, the Liberty, the boat goes around it, right? <laughs> around the island. It does. It goes around the island. It looks at the island. And in fact, there is that um, more colonial looking building on the island itself that's staring out across at the boat. I think at one point there was some, some food, some dining that was available there. Yeah, they need to do something there. Um, it's been closed for a long time. But, but yeah, it does look, it does have that um, Liberty Square vibe. And you see, and that's my point about Liberty Square is you just don't know where it fits in or where it starts or where it stops. Well, maybe they did such a good job that you don't even think about it. Well, or is the question or is the answer really like a third of Tom Sawyer Island is actually part of Liberty Square? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Frontierland, that's the next land we are going to. Okay. So I will start with what I don't love. 
aka hate in Frontierland, the thing that I dislike the most is the food options. Mm. I don't care for is Pecos Bill. I guess Pecos Bill is Adventureland. I don't know. It's one of the two, but there's really nothing to eat back in Frontierland. I guess sometimes we'll get popcorn by Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> but other than that, like, can you think of anything to eat back there? You're well, looking at your map still. You're still tapping yeah. around. <laughs> um, Pecos Bill, by the way, is Frontierland. Okay. Well, that's, again. I mean, you like um, the Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But but that's a you have to have an ADR, and that's really expensive. By the way, Diamond Horseshoe is actually Liberty Square. Look at you tapping over there. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. But that's Are you yeah. sure? I, I, I just pulled it up. It says it's Liberty oh, Square. Yeah. That's, that's the official. Right next to Liberty Tree Tavern. So I get it. But again, thematically, that's not a Colonial America theme. That is a frontier theme. Kind of this, you know, Out Wild, West, Western, Wild yeah. West stage show kind of thing. So I don't know. Um, Listen, I still love it all. I would be I, there right now if I could be. I agree with you. I think I think the I think the dining options are nil because I don't like Pecos Bill. I don't like the chaos that's Pecos Bill. I, I also don't like the food, but I don't like the chaos mostly that's Pecos Bill. So, um, well, what did you? What was your on your dislike for Frontierland? I think that I think that if I have one thing that bothers me more than anything, it's that if there is something going on, a parade, a cavalcade or whatever, oh, they put yeah. the ropes up and you're stuck, right? Like you basically are effectively cut off from getting across like you have to. And there's no food. It's like the frontier. Yeah. That's maybe that's the theme. They have those two. <laughs> they have those two little stands there, you know, where you get up. And and to this day, I'll still never understand why both pretzels and churros and popcorn aren't all sold at all of the exact same stands. I don't know why we have to have separate stands for all of them, right? But they're all separate somehow. But they are separate there too, right? And yes. so I, uh, that's my my issue with Frontierland is. You can quickly get cut off unless you get into that magical behind the scenes boardwalk along. Yeah, over by Country Bears and stuff. I do love that part. Yeah. You talking about the wooded plank sidewalk kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I call it kind of behind the scenes because you're you're right on you're right on the river, right? As the oh, river I was by. talking about over by Country Bears, like how like the porch has. Yeah, no, 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 so no, talking, because because yeah. you're stuck, right? If there's a parade going on, you're not getting to Big Thunder Mountain, right? The rope is up; you cannot cross the street. Oh, I was talking about being stuck in Frontierland. You're talking about being stuck on the other side. All right, okay. No, that's what I'm saying. You are stuck in Frontierland. You can't get to the other side. Oh yeah. Okay, well, I I really don't have a lot of. I, I could get over the food thing because I love Frontierland. It's probably my second or third favorite of all the lands. I just love it back there. I love the water. Like I think there's something peaceful about being by the water and the the beauty of um, Big Thunder Mountain. And I don't know. I just love it. I love the music. I, I do feel like they play slower, calming music over there and it doesn't, it can get a little bit crowded certain places, but I do feel in general that you can come and go as you like. So Frontierland, I love you. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, between Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain, you've got a couple of the better attractions in the park, first of all. Um, and I think thematically, it looks awesome. Now, this is what's going to be very interesting, right? In, you know, Splash Mountain being part of Frontierland kind of makes sense to me. I get it. I, I, I get it, even though it, it, it's a little bit of a stretch, right? Yeah. Uh, Tianu's Bayou, that won't make any sense whatsoever. That's not a frontier. Yeah, that's more of a that's Liberty Square. That should be over in Liberty Square, yeah. right? Like the Haunted Mansion, that's the same sort of bayou sort of feel. So uh, I think they're going to, that's going to be interesting to see how they kind of figure that out. But uh, Tom Sawyer Island, it's one of my favorite attractions there just because it's so unique in terms of what you can do. Um I don't know. I I think it's I think it's I think it's a cool place. Um, is it one of my favorite lands? No. And the more that we're doing this episode, and I'm thinking about the Magic do Kingdom in general, I'm like, land? do I have a favorite land? Do you even no. like Magic Kingdom? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> See, I love Magic Kingdom, but I think I like little parts of it. I don't know that I like Whole big areas. clumps of it. Oh, yeah. I love it. And so that's that's an interesting thing that, and I've never really thought about it until right now today. But um okay. Um all right, so we got two more lands left. Adventureland is next. Okay, so Adventureland has um Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, then it extends back to like Pirates of the Caribbean. It has the Enchanted Tiki Room. It has the Jungle, uh, Cruise. Jungle Cruise and then Aladdin, Magic Carpets. Did you so, mention Pirates? Yeah, I did. Okay. I said it extended from Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, to Pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing did that Did you mention I, Pirates? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, okay, I'll start with the thing I dislike. And I think it was something you mentioned earlier, but I feel like it bottlenecks at Adventureland more than any other place. When I think yeah. of of back by the magic carpets, um, yeah, that that the magic carpets, Aloha Isle, Trading Post, yeah, Treehouse, and I think honestly, I do feel like they created that on purpose. Like you're supposed to feel like you're Aladdin in the market, and it's very crowded and stuff. Which I so I kind of appreciate that, but um, but just logistically, when you're trying to go from one part of the park to the other, or try to get you know to a ride, you feel like. Well, there's a lot of people right by me right now. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's the thing I dislike. What about you? Yeah, I would I would generally agree with that. I I it, it's tough. It's really tough. I think it's easy a little bit to get kind of turned around a little bit in Adventureland because of it. Because there's so many people, you're just like, wait a sec, which direction should I be going? Yeah, which What's one going is the on bathroom? Here? Remember, there's like the two places. Is it, is the bathrooms in this one? No, it's in yep. the next little yep, like that's shaded right. thing. <laughs> and and the part the other part that can be really tricky is as a result of so many people, it's sometimes it's hard to find where the queue begins for whatever attraction you're going to. I mean, it's you'll see a sign, but you're like, I don't know, are these people standing in a line? Most by the way, most of them are they not standing either. in a line because yeah. they are just as lost as you. That's exactly right. But um, that's part but yeah, of the adventure. Remember? That is, and I I think that. <laughs> In terms of that, you're probably right. Um, it really does kind of create that uh, Middle Eastern market. You know, yeah. market feel, right? Um, I think maybe a lot more like, 
I feel like it ought to be something like I've seen from Morocco, but I've never been to Morocco, so that's probably, you know, I'm just making up what I've seen in movies. You've been to Morocco at Epcot. Yeah. Um, I know they're all portrayed so terribly in the movies, usually made by people that have also never been there before, but but you get that feel. It's crowded. You just have this marketplace kind of feel. Um, so it works both for and against it. Okay, well, why don't you give what you love, and then I'll give what I love. I'll tell you what I love. I, I think that of all of the lands in the Magic Kingdom, this is the one that thematically nailed it on the head, and it carries through the best throughout the whole thing. I just think, and from the second you walk out of the hub, and you've got the big wooden Adventureland sign above you, you know that you're in a different place, and you don't, that the transition is perfect you don't leave it yeah you don't leave it you know where you're at it makes a lot of sense and it 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 just flows and it works the best all the way through there and i feel like a lot of the attractions play off of each other to do the same sort of thing right you know at pirates you've got some food across the way at tortuga tavern um you know at jungle cruise you've got the skipper canteen you've got the marketplace kind of you know, walk-up stands, you know, Aloha Isle where you can get your Dole Whip and then um, shun, Sunshine Seasons, right, where you can get some different kind of whips. Like, it just works so well. I think they did a great job there. You must have been looking at my notes because that's kind of what I love too. I actually wrote down that I love the thick trees and the shade, and I feel like mm. you get that, like, jungly, like you are an adventure somewhere you know, like you got to get a machete and hack out and, and really go on an adventure. And I feel like the trees and the, um, and it, which also nicely provides shade over there. There are, yeah. I guess, I guess there are a few spots where there, there isn't, but in general you feel like, okay, I'm not going to just bake while I'm in adventure land. Yeah. So I do. I do love the flora and fauna over there. It's my favorite in <laughs> all of the. Yeah, flora and fauna. And you use the word juxtaposition. What is this, like a vocabulary day? All right. I like the plants. <laughs> the plants are nice. Those green, green things. Um, you can say flora and fauna. I think they're great. You get all the palm trees over there, right? And those palm trees are some of my favorites. And uh, you don't see those. I mean, you see them in Tomorrowland, but they look a little different. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, a little different. But I mean, the other cool thing in Adventureland is there literally is a um, attraction that is a tree. You know, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which actually, as you climb up there, you can get some of the best um, castle views in the whole park. So. Listen, I've said this before. I, if I could live in the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, I would. I'd live there. Really? You don't like bugs, though. Well, uh, they have nets up in all their rooms. Okay. Seems great. I don't know how those folks managed to salvage that much stuff off their ship to build something like that. But but not uh, a boat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> it's pretty, pretty impressive. Hey, we saved the pipe organ, everybody. The pipe organ has been saved, but yes. sorry, we're stuck here for the rest of our lives. Anyhow, I love it. I think it's great, <laughs> you know. You want to live in the flora and fauna. I get it. If I was in Lord of the Rings, I would be an elf, right? Because they live in the flora and fauna. You would be an elf for a lot of other reasons, too. They're light on their feet. (laughs) All right. Last area, Main Street, USA. 
well, I'll start with what I don't love because this is my absolute number one favorite area of the park. But there is something that I don't love. And that is, even though I do it, I, I'm a sucker. But at the end of the day, shopping on Main Street in those shops don't have a lot of love for the craziness, that feeling of losing your people and, uh, you know, trying to figure out where to check out. And then, of course, all the commotion, you you don't you lose sight of the fact that it's like, should I really spend $30 on this T-shirt? But you're like, I don't know. It's so busy in here. I got to just buy it and leave. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that's that's uh, something that I don't love about Main Street USA. Um, You're still tapping. What is there to tap? It's all there. It's it's not. And what you... do you what do you not know? <laughs> this is this is the thing about Main Street. This is what I don't love. I don't love that, frankly, I don't know all of it. As many times as I've been, like there's you new still things. You still got to tap I, on the map. <laughs> I got to tap. I got to figure out what's going on. There's things like I only found about this the other day when we were on, on a walk and our son mentioned, hey, you could go get a haircut there at the barber shop. I'm like, there's a barber shop? Like, are you kidding me? Look, the first part of Main Street, right around the flagpole, right as you walk in, that is, in my opinion, probably the most neglected part of the entire Magic Kingdom because everyone comes in and they're like, hey, I got to get down the street. I got to get my picture of the castle. I got to get to my metal palm tree in Tomorrowland. I got to go ride the magic carpets in Adventureland, right? But you got City Hall. So what do you, you got, mean everybody? You got the Chamber of Commerce. Do you mean yourself? Because you are usually... I mean everybody. I would be shocked if there is if more than 50% of the people we know knew that you could actually get a haircut at the Harmony Barbershop. And this is an old school, old timey like barbershop like, you know, with the whirly guy outside and everything and you sit in the chair and the people were dressed up like the Dapper Dans, you know. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So you just don't like that you don't know it. That, yeah, that's something I, that we could. I would be happy to go on this adventure with you and discover all of it because I love Main Street. I tell the kids I could just sit there, and they're like, "I don't want to do that." You know, they want to go on roller coaster after roller coaster, but I would just be happy just sitting there. In yeah, Main I mean, Street. at the at the theater across the way, obviously, where you can meet Mickey and Minnie, mostly Mickey, but sometimes Mickey and Minnie. Tinkerbell usually is over there too, right? People don't realize that. Like the few people in line know it, but I feel like it's just a neglected spot. And then what they really don't realize is there's a restaurant in the same building, right? Tony's Town Square. You just don't know that. And um, because we're all so quick to get in, right? Maybe it's like they see the candy shop, the confectionery. They're just like, ooh, and like psh, they make the beeline, but you skip everything, I think, in that flagpole area. And then there's cool little things as you go around, okay? So over there by Starbucks, right down the little street there, across well, from the not Crystal Shop. It's called Starbucks. It's called yeah, something else. It's called Starbucks because they have a Starbucks logo on the wall. But you're right. It is called something else. Um, it's called the uh, Main Street Bakery. I was double checking. Main Street yeah. Bakery. So right around the corner there, though, right, there's a little street, and sometimes you can eat because there's some tables over there. But there's things that take place in the little shops, even though they're not not everything there is a shop you can go in, right? Like there's the um, 
piano lessons going on upstairs and you can hear them kind of doing their thing. There's just little things that kind of add to that ambiance and the atmosphere and we miss it. And I think that's what I dislike about Main Street is like it just is it can be neglected because I think folks only think of it as the place where you're just going to go shop and get your souvenirs at the end of the day all together where you can't walk through them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I will share what I love and I just love the storefronts. I love all the details, the individual, you know, when you get inside the building, you recognize that it's, I don't know if at one point it was more separated, but now it's just one giant, um, connected shop right and I'm sure that it makes it easier for flow and for lots of things that they did that but I just love the outside storefronts the architecture I I think the vibe of there was a time and this would have been Walt Disney's childhood right the early 1910s you know which is crazy that that was over 100 years ago now but just that that mindset of that there was a time when life was simple and the community came together and they all, you know, worked together in harmony and, and did their little thing and, and contributed. Um, so maybe it's oversimplified and idealized and all those things, but I just love to immerse myself in that feeling of community and, and all the conveniences of, you know, the ice cream shop and the confectionery. And <laughs> maybe it's because there's so many sweet things on that street. But anyway, that's, I just love Main Street. I could spend a lot of time just hanging out there. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's an excellent point, right? Some of the things that maybe I just talked about disliking also happens to be my likes is that there's so much that you don't realize like it's there's it, and it's really neat. But I would say that you know, the object of this being primarily a shopping experience in a lot of it, in a lot of ways, they couldn't have pulled it off any better, right? Like Yeah. It's it's almost like shopping on Rodeo Drive, right? But you are in just a different place. You've been transported to somewhere else. And it's really, really cool that you get to do that and walk into these storefronts and then go and shop in a place that looks like this. Because we just don't see that in our culture anymore, right? You know, we're fancy neons and whatever else and the different kinds of flashing stuff, right? But this is this is old school. That's not my favorite thing, though. My favorite thing about Main Street actually is the railroad station. Oh, I do I just love think the it's, railroad station. I just think it is so cool. You, you go up these steps, or if you need to, there's an elevator, and you're up there on the platform, and, and it's the main station, right, for getting on the railroad um, coming soon again, right? And I just... I think it's so cool. And it's also iconic because it's your first real photo opportunity after you get past the after you get past the turnstiles, right? Yeah. And there's a number of photo pass, you know, photographers out there doing it, but you can take your own. You can get it with some of the flora. And fauna. And you can get the the train station right behind it. You know, and the stop, of course, just like you'd find at a train station, the stop is the Magic Kingdom. I think mm-hmm. it's so neat. I love it. Yeah, I do love. And, I, and I'm i excited for the train station to open up, just to be able to go up the stairs and hang out up there and get that, that cool view of Main Street from up there. Well, this is fun. I, I like 
the lands, right? I guess maybe like you discovered, maybe you don't pay attention in particular to the lands and that idea. But I have found that there are certain areas that just hold special place in my heart. And I do realize that some of it's nostalgic from memories or, you know, experiences with certain people at certain places that kind of make that more special to me. But I don't know. I just want to go and do all of it. We are in the month of November. We get to go on a trip in November. So I'm feeling all sorts of excitement. Yeah. And I I do think, you know, at the end, there's nothing I hate about the Magic Kingdom, right? <laughs> like none of the things that I mentioned even remotely rise to the level of, oh, I hate that. Like it's some, some things are just kind of nuisances. You're just like, eh, you know, but yeah. I, I love it. It is, it is still, if you ever ask like, what's the park I have to go to if I'm on a trip, I have to go to the magic kingdom. You yeah. know, it doesn't necessarily have the greatest of the thrill attractions. You can find some better ones at the other parks, but in terms there's just of like, no, there's just no better theme park. There's it not, just, there's something for just capturing that magic of going to Disney world. It happens at the magic kingdom. And so I get super excited about every chance we get to go. Well, so fun. Thanks for taking a tour of the magic kingdom with us. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd love some feedback on our Instagram, Whistle While You Work podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.